Hello everyone, I'm really excited to welcome Joanne Ma, who is an early childhood development teacher and researcher and is finding new ways to bring equality and education to children. She is creating these playgrounds that are built in order to bring children together and bring them to a deeper sense of themselves. She is a researcher and has gone all around the world and most recently worked in Iceland to explore new ways of how we can enable risky play inside of the United States to allow more children to have the opportunity to let their imaginations go free and run wild. She is a beautiful and passionate person who is ambitious inside of this field. We also talked a little bit about how this idea of play relates to creativity and the arts and how maybe it's not just something for kids. So I'm really excited for you to hear Joanne Ma. everybody I am here with Joanne um, and today we have had quite an incredible meeting and conversations around childhood development and education and new ways to structure creative play and learning spaces for young children so Joanne can you kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do and what your mission is inside of this field of study that you're working in? Thank you. Um, I'd like to share my, my story and my experience with all of you. My goal, my mission is to treat everybody equally. I see when I see children, I see them very, very different. Everybody is different individual. And I want to bring gender equality to young children. It is very tremendous uh, power for each child to be able to recognize who they are as a young child. And this is a very important foundation to, uh, to for them to understand who they are as a child. Those happiness, joy, I deeply, deeply uh, love can bring them to their adulthood as a whole person. So you talk about this concept, and I hate e to even call it a concept because it's a way, I think, of living, which is play. And it's something that we all did as children, but maybe it was kind of engraved out of us through the educational system that we were brought up in, whereas you feel like play is the foundation of the learning experience for young children to be able to evolve and communicate and learn about themselves and other people. Can you talk a little bit about how you're creating spaces for play and kind of how you are artistically um, manufacturing and really allowing um, play to be the frontal um, priority inside of the spaces that you're making? I think the first step to understand play for young children is to understand their individuality. I spend time to observe each child. Every child is very different. I provide lots of space for children to explore, to understand themselves individually with and without peers. And also I provide open-ended material. 
So for them to use non-traditional toys, for them to create anything that they can connect their personality with their memories, with their skills, so they can do a lot of different things. My job is to be there to watch them play and to provide scaffolding to uh, encourage children to be free. Do you think that play and the kind of way that you are um, putting that together and providing the scaffolding, which is basically meaning assistance inside of this um, playground that you're creating, correct? Can you describe scaffolding, what you mean by that? So when I was in Iceland, I saw a girl was standing a sh- uh, a shed. The shed is very very tall. When I was uh, when I uh, work in California, in this uh, situation, I need to immediately put the child on the ground, not to allow the child to exercise. What um what is their capacity to make any play? to position themselves into different situation. So the scaffolding is, I will be with the children, but I'm not going to interrupt them until I trust, I trust the children they have the ability to control their body, their mind. So through the play, they can learn, they can recognize the risk, opportunity. So they become very resilient. They become very creative the way they play and they want to they want to play without adults interruption i see so through allowing children to have what you're calling risky play they gain more resilience strength and trust inside of themselves and agency through the fact that they get to make their own choices and they get to decide what is dangerous and safe because they have an innate intelligence inside of them that doesn't want them to get hurt. So they kind of know you're trusting their ability to know and treating them as the people that they are in order to... um, Do you feel like this gives them a certain confidence inside of their, uh, their abilities to kind of decipher and and make decisions yes of course when i was a child i played a lot but unfortunately in my culture play is not the process in learning so but i played a lot i'm i feel very fortunate that my parents provide a lot of space opportunity for me to grow up with tremendous play um, so I, I'm adults now. I still have limitation for play. A uh, lot of creative ideas I want to bring to young children right now. So I think a play is very, very uh, important for children to discover the emotional state, to dis- to discover their identity uh, and the surrounding, and make a relationship with others. Do you think that play is a equal substitute to our education now? Or do you think that it needs to happen in addition to what they're already doing? Meaning, do you think that play can replace 
the current educational curriculum or do you think that it is needed in addition to the current educational curriculum? I think a play uh, in some some culture, they still unfortunately, they don't recognize the play as a part of the learning. They believe academic success. They believe the children should be learning uh, alphabets, uh, memorize all the numbers. But I think a play is really a way to to encourage children in a sense of a wonder, um, make them more creative, um, be free for being a children, uh, uh, for being a child. I think to provide um, limitation, lots of uh, space with open-ended uh, material for them to relate who they are. Social emotional support is very critical for young children. So I think a play uh, is an is ongoing process so that we have to educate the parents for them to understand why play is so important. Okay, great. So how is that educational process going in terms of um, educating parents about the value of play and educating educators <laughs> potentially about the value of play and maybe even kind of social, it, it's such a social and cultural um, change or movement to be able in these societies that only value and prioritize academic success in terms of memorization and um, and being able to place well inside of certain tests and exams. How is it going in terms of your journey to be able to uh, really be able to convince and show the, the actual fact that this is important and valuable for these children? My current um, experience is to use music, art, and storytelling to provide a quality time with the young children. And I do use a lot of adaptation. I use a lot of a visual sensory adaptation to make book more interesting. Um, I provide a lot of uh, activity um, to make a lot of attraction for young children to come to, uh, to join the activity, join the play. You can see that children are calm, they're happy, and I do make a lot of observation. I write report. And this is a very critical way for me to engage uh, conversation or communication with the parents. So when they understand the children are calm, they're very happy. I think uh, this um, uh, play uh, connection can be uh, accepted from the parents. It's like a constant uh, ongoing practice. Totally. No, completely. That makes sense. Um, so that it's not actually you're trying to convince them. It's just happening through unbiased observation of, well, this is how it's making the children feel. This is how they're behaving in this environment. And this is how their um, communicative and relational skills and imaginative skills and wonder is increasing and um, um, giving space for inside of inside of these this world or this this playground that we're getting to make together. I, I'm curious about how you think this is um, important for adults in terms of, we were talking a little bit about in terms of adult play and whether or not you think that that is 
uh, useful and important for adults inside of our society? I'll try my best to answer your question. Sounds like a very interesting question. I think a place like a magical uh, bell, like a ring. Uh, when children, they are free to play. In this uh, world, in this uh, generation, adults are very uh, adults are very stressful. Uh, the world itself is very busy. We all busy to work certain things, but we don't want to uh, take those uh, freedom and space away for children. For example, in my home, in my house, we do not have any TV. We don't have any television. We haven't got those things for 10 years. In the past 10 years, I only interact with, the ch with children. I provide books and painting, musical interaction with children. So when children play, they really can bring their joyful spirit to young, to young people and adults around them. So play is very contagious. If children are so happy to to play, I think they can stop adults to be uh, for being so stressed. They can join children's play. So play, there's no barrier between adults and children. Plays for everybody. Yes, absolutely, and it's a place that can relieve stress, that can heal, that can allow us to access our innocence, um, and that can bring a deep sense of fulfillment and connection to each other as well, I think. Um, so what got you passionate about uh, education for children? What kind of sparked your interest to decide, okay, this is what I want to do, this is why I want to spend my life creating space these uh, magical playgrounds for kids to experience their innocence and their wonder and to learn about life and each other first i think uh, when i was a child i played a lot and now i still play i use a different uh, different materials different tools to play i found it's really fascinating so I have been working with young children for uh, for five years, and I have two uh, beautiful children in my life. So I've learned a lot from interacting with my own children and children around me. So two years ago, I met a little girl. Uh, she couldn't talk a lot of words, but I always play with her by using uh, natural found material to interact with her. And one day she can follow my direction by using her sign language. And she can use uh, one single word to, um, to make, a, make a connection with me. And I thought that was really, uh, for me, it was a very, very good experience to be a early childhood educator. And also, um, when I was in Iceland, I saw all children play together. And I, I see children with and without special needs, they make a, make a friendship together. I couldn't recognize who has special needs or who doesn't have a special needs, all children included. All adults are very much deeply involved. And people are very genuine, very authentic when they work with children. I feel like a home there. So also animals are my inspirational character in my, in my heart, in my life. When I see sheep, swan, horse around, 
I don't know. I just naturally connect with the young children. Probably I when I work with uh, children, I have this inner child to put my passion, my love, my joy to work with children. I really want to make a difference. I really want to uh, bring my joy, happiness, and love to children around me. So that's my my passion for my entire life. Can you tell us a little bit about the dream vision for if you could create your biggest dreams of creating whatever that palace be for for play to exist inside of our world, what would that look like? I think time is very precious. Um, I've spent the past three years to do gender study research. I'm an independent researcher in the gender study field. And I like to continue to visit uh, other countries to collect concrete idea for gender studies. But my goal is to create a village for all children with and without special needs to come here um, to create a mini home for everybody to make a relationship, to make a life together. Um, I want them to be independent. I, I want they, everybody has uh, different learning abilities. And they all have incredible, unique strength in them. My goal is to see every child, to understand uh, their needs, understand their unique ability to make a contribution in this world. I don't want to miss any child. So I want to encourage everybody to make a better place together for their life. Thank you so much for being here and for doing this. I'm so happy to meet you and get to hear your vision and know that there are people out there that are helping in this way because we need it and you are really inspiring. Thank you so much for being here, Joanne. Thank you so much for having me. Can you tell us about where we can find you and find your research and follow your vision and your journey? I have Instagram and I also have a, a Facebook account. I have my own website. It's called J-U-A-N-D-E-R-F-U-L-L-A-N-D, wonderfulland.com. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for listening. I'm so grateful to get to bring on these amazing creators and to have them share their stories and their journeys with you all. It is so inspiring to me and I hope that it is inspiring to you. If you want to learn more about Inner Teacher and what we're doing inside of workshops and retreats, go to innerteacher.com or you can follow us at inner underscore teacher. My mission is to really show that we can all trust our voices, we can all listen to ourselves, and that we have all the information that we need in order to start to produce and create our incredible art in whatever fashion that is. So you can find me at Nathan Hershaw, N-A-T-H-A-N-H-I-R-S-C-H-A-U-T, on Instagram or NathanHershaw.com. 
I hope to have many more podcasts coming soon, and I hope to connect a lot of different kinds of disciplines and creators together and have places of artistic exchange and intersection. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.